4: This podcast is supported in part by the Bertha Foundation.
2: G'day, Dan Illich here. Guess what? We're in Melbourne. Yes, it's very exciting. Uh, just letting you know, before we start the podcast, we've got a big live show coming up at the Festival of Dangerous Ideas at Carriage Works. It's a huge show all about how Australia is the most Secretive liberal democracy in the world. So he could potentially go to jail. It's very exciting. On the panel, Damien Kay from the New York Times, Emma Schultz from Crikey, Kate McClimber from the Sydney Morning Herald, David McBride, former Australian defence lawyer and turned whistleblower. He's joining us. And of course, Lewis Hobber and myself, who are renowned. Uh, secretive people. We you don't know anything about us. So that's what's so exciting about this show. 17th of September in Sydney. I'm recording my end of Irrational Fear on the land of the Wurundjeri in the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty was never ceded. We need a treaty. Let's start the show.
4: Irrational Fear contains
3: naughty words like Brexit, Canberra, come and Section 40 Irrational Fear recommends listening by
0: immature audiences.
2: Tonight, after months of turmoil, Qantas is apologising to its customers by offering a $50 gift voucher. The only catch is, it's only redeemable on Qantas and it will be delivered to you by Qantas baggage handlers. And (laughs) Lachlan Murdoch is suing Crikey for defamation after they alleged that Fox News was somehow responsible for the capital riots. Meanwhile, anyone who reads a Murdoch press is asking, what's a Crikey? And after a disastrous interview on Insiders that proved he sold out his colleagues for a few extra staff, Barnaby Joyce is declared patient zero for foot and mouth disease. It's the 26th of August, and we refuse to quite quit. This is Irrational Fear. Irrational Fear! Welcome to Rational Fear. I'm your host, disgraced celebrity chef Dan Illich, and this is the podcast that takes the worst news of the week, and it just sucks it down like a Werther's original. hmm Let's meet our fear mongers for tonight. <laughs> They're a cabaret queen with a sharp tongue and a dull implement. Please give it up for... Alice Tovey.
3: Hello. Alice, why why do you
2: carry that dull implement around with you everywhere you go?
3: Oh, you know what they say, carry a dull implement. I think that was Tim Ferguson's (laughs) comedy book. (laughs) Now, it's good to be here. I'm pocket-sized Lewis this week.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Yeah, co-hosting the show. How do you feel?
3: I feel good. It feels right. I'm coming for Triple J (laughs) J next, Lewis, if you're listening. Someone has to be in
2: the demographic of Triple J. (laughs) 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 They're a producer, podcaster and purveyor of the souls of the guiltiest idiots around, from the Confessions of the Idiots, it's Sam Peterson. Thank you so much for having me. I'll clap myself. Does it
0: weigh you down carrying around these confessions? Everything does all the time. I'm always weighed down by something. The instrument that we spoke about before. Yeah, no, it does. It, I have to now go on Reddit once a week and look up four online confessions. Oh my God. But I have to go through about 100 to get to those four. So a lot of the stuff that I don't bring to the podcast is... The worst sort of stuff that could possibly happen on the internet, and I'm reading through a lot of that. So can I'm can very I, Can numb I, can I the propose the Confessions of the Idiots up late? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anyone could handle it.
2: And they're a business genius with a master's of degree and fine laughs. It's Kirsty
4: Fuck, <laughs> What an intro! <laughs> Did you
2: get stressed then? Well, yeah, I think I was it like, might be the like, wrong person. Like, no, it's
4: not me. But you no, know, you're right. It is. It well, is. no, I
2: just because I, I went through a couple of your old tweets this afternoon, and I, and I thought this was a genius idea for a TV show. Tell us a little bit about Help. I'm a celebrity. Get me in.
4: There. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's such a bad idea. But uh, the pitch is that you get a bunch of celebrities and oh, uh, that's in inverted commas, like Australian style celebrities. Yeah. And they're in a really long queue. <laughs> at, at places that are famous for long queues like Great. Louis Poissons or Mamacita uh-huh. and
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> before and after the show goes <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: especially after
0: <laughs>
4: and they've just got to find their way to the top of the queue
0: basically oh, but re- it's that. a dreadful
4: idea but I'd also absolutely watch it
0: I love it I love the comments on any of those shows where anything like that goes on all the comments are who and you're, like, yeah. you're following like Carrie Bickmore and you're going who every time she posts it's fun <laughs> I love those people <laughs> what I resent
2: is someone who's had profile for some time, anytime a news article comes up about me on the Daily Mail, it's like, this guy did this. This guy? This guy? I was on TV once. Yet there's like a new a news TV celebrity and they're like, uh, Derek Fuckface. And I'm like, who's
0: Derek Fuckface?
2: Coming up later, we talk with Ben Pennings, a climate activist who, whilst trying to save the world, was sued by Danny for $17 million. We'll ask him, does he think it's worth saving the world? But first, here's a message from this week's sponsor. The Australian Labor Party is finally in charge. But don't worry, Conservatives, we're not here to shake things up. Good governance means more of the same, but different. More of the same petroleum exploration, but not on Sydney's North Shore, in the Southern Ocean. More of the same destruction of sacred sites and songlines, but not for iron ore, for gas. Whatever our
4: differences in political parties, we share a love For coal seam gas
2: drilling. And yes, we know it looks like we've rushed into passing a bill on climate action. But don't worry, it's weak as piss and won't change a thing. The Australian people
0: voted for change and we intend to give them nothing.
2: Australian Labor. Same suits... Different time.
0: Yes. <laughs> this week's First Fee
2: is brought to you by our sponsor, the Labor Party, more <laughs> of the same. Now, despite the end of the world being linked to fossil fuels, the Australian Labor Government has just opened up a new petroleum exploration off the waters of Victoria and Tasmania. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Woo! And energy companies are already saying, hey, we should relax, and the the Bass Strait operation is just going to be more of an artisanal approach and that they're just going to be drilling enough oil to ensure local apothecaries have enough scented candles. So (laughs) I think that's a a good thing. Now, fear mongers... This is a decision that is clearly at odds with our own climate targets of of fuck all, um, which is at least better than what we've had, which was uh, no fucking targets up until this point. (laughs) Alice Tovey, how do you reconcile this decision uh, to, to go drilling in the Southern Ocean?
3: I think it's fantastic. I love that <laughs> the, the Labor government's approaching the 2030 climate target, the way that a teenager kind of approaches housework when their mum's busy and out of the house. They're like, oh, darling, take the chicken out of the freezer and then you realise it's suddenly seven years later you've been playing Mario Kart and then you're just microwaving the shit out of this chicken it's a rubbery <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You,
2: you need those paddles that you can put the, the paddles for a, a cardiac arrest. Clear, yeah. it, clear. <laughs> Oh, my God, yeah. It's just, it, it, is, it is quite, you know, disconcerting. Like, I, I I think I tweeted something like, let the disappointments begin. We've had four good weeks of hope and now everything's fucked again. Uh,
3: truly. And it's just adding to all the carbon capture and storage stuff that they've announced as well. So basically they're kind of like big tubs. They're meant to, like, take the carbon and fuck it off elsewhere, which is great. But it's kind of just climate reiki at this point. They're just kind of waving their hands near the carbon hoping something
0: will happen. Could there be billboards? This is what I'm thinking at uh, the moment because yeah, mm-hmm. you're the billboard Look, man. Look, let's yes. just say
2: billboards fixed car- climate change last time, and it probably will fix climate change. It started again. up again yeah. after that 2022 year of carbon starts up again. So, <laughs> I just, you know, whenever when when that when that stuff did happen, I think like that that was my attitude was just to yeah. come out and say, "Guys, I fixed climate change. You
0: know? <laughs> I'm done." Tap I'm out. out. It, was, yeah. it was beautiful to
4: watch.
2: It really and was. I
4: was a skeptic. I didn't think that you'd do it. With the billboards and then you did. Yeah. What, do you, what do you
2: mean? Like in New York?
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't think you'd solve climate change with it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not yet. I don't think Kirsty was saying we didn't think you'd actually go through with the billboards. Yeah, I knew we you'd thought you'd you through take through the them. money
4: and run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I knew you'd go through with it. I just I was like, surely that won't solve the problem. And then um, it did. It yeah, did. Absolutely. So I stand yeah, corrected. It yeah. fixed
2: yeah. the problem and you know that's why we can now explore for petroleum. Greta <laughs> 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 Thunberg
3: and her pamphlets. She's just seething, <laughs> handing out all of this paper merch.
2: the Guardian reporter Peter Hannum tweeted, of this incredible graph from the RBA today. Uh, It's saying that to meet our net zero targets, our coal exports have to drop below 100 megatons a year before 2050, uh, but the RBA's done the projections and the current policies, and that line is just kind of soaring up into the sky. <laughs> the RBA is like, hey, you think interest rates is
0: bad. <laughs> Wait till you see these megatons going on. <laughs> Anytime I see any sort of graph now, all I'm thinking about is flatten that curve. <laughs> <laughs> that curve is all I've known in a graph form for a very long time. That's it. That's well, my chance.
2: Act, that would actually work for climate yeah. action as well. I we can't read you. the financial you-
0: time, by the way.
3: I love the idea. If you're looking at a pie chart being like two rounds. Yeah. <laughs> That's not flat.
0: It'll yeah. never work. <laughs> This week's
2: second fear. Put in the prime in Prime Minister news now. Footage of Finnish Prime Minister Sanna Marin dancing in her own home was leaked and criticised by many sectors of the world's media including Nigel Lithgo saying it was a brave performance but she won't be coming back next week. Uh, <laughs> Sanna, that was a uh, sorry, dance reference. I like it. I'm you a know, big sure, fan of know, show. A, a lot of people don't know who that guy is. <laughs> you know, He's just the British judge. Look, I tried. I tried. <laughs> you
0: can't land everything. <laughs> you can't,
2: you <laughs> can't. And you know, my career would have testament that is that's bloody true. <laughs> uh, uh,
4: Santa Marinetta
2: even held a press conference to say, "Hey, what's what's the big deal? Get over it, you big babies." <laughs> Meanwhile, footage of Albo sculling a beer at a gang of youths gig was praised in large sections of the Australian media, except, of course, Sky News. Uh, now, Kirsty, <laughs> wiebeck you're a renowned joyful person Uh, does this kind of behavior mean our leaders are now going to have to dance like everyone's watching
4: (laughs) (laughs) it would seem that way I mean Santa Marin's like a young person having a nice time and having a life and she's got Mm. a job like sorry for having a job yeah she's cool
0: thank you for finally apologizing for that
4: yeah yeah, yeah, on her behalf for having a job but then, you know, like, just isn't Jacinda Ardern like a DJ as well? Like, well, I'm not going mm. to tolerate that. No music in New Zealand, please. <laughs> and then also the thing with Albo, like, who says Australia's got no culture? We've got a mm-hmm. culture. Do a shooey, mate.
2: Eh. To, to be honest, this is the, the one thing that prevents me from running for prime minister. Is like I cannot handle the pressure of sculling a beer at
0: every fucking event. I just won't be able to do it. <laughs> but why is that a tradition? I don't even understand why people think that's so cool to be able to drink yeah. fast as a prime minister or yeah. just in, in sports goes, as well. And it all goes back to Bob Hawke when yeah. he was at, when he was at Oxford, right? And he, he sculled the yard glass. If you go
2: to Oxford pub uh, in Oxford, there's this uh, a mural of Bob Hawke. Hawk and his yardglass and its less plaque that says Bob Hawke set the record for sculling the fastest glass. <laughs> right. There must be
3: some kind of prime ministerial training program to scull beer. You'd think so Absolutely. because it's such an important. <laughs> skill. Yeah, they re- they receive a manuscript that says in
4: this role now you'll be required to scull beers in public and kill the environment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For your Cert four, <laughs> I was just so uh, perplexed by the whole thing and like people tweeting the elbow thing. I was like, oh, I don't, I didn't really see why it was so impressive or something to celebrate the the, the drinking really quickly and everything. I was like, are we still here? Yeah, yeah it's it also sort odd.
4: of depressing just in the in the whole context of like Australia's drinking culture. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and that's been under the microscope a little bit lately Absolutely. as well. Yeah, and it's just it's such a weird badge of honor. And then I think the contrast between how that was dealt with as well, and then the yeah. thing that's going on with the Finnish prime minister too, is it's just really interesting. Yeah. And- I mean, there's obviously some gender stuff at play, but also yeah. j- just our drinking culture and the way that we salute that kind of behaviour. Like, yeah. he chugged a beer and it's like, yeah, great, I'd like to see him affect some social and political <laughs> yeah, change. change. Imagine if that happened. Stay so a few
0: hours later, Albo, if you could. Don't <laughs> <laughs> so go to the gang of youths, maybe. That goes, that's advice for everybody. Yeah, I, I he's think. like,
4: well, I'm too hungover now to stop <laughs> drilling in the ocean.
0: <laughs> he's doing it himself. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is odd though that, that whole thing, but also like that she had to well she I don't know if she volunteered to get a Drug test or something as well.
4: I think it was being no, called, I, I, called, it was called for. for. It was called for.
0: She didn't do it. She so said. On. She said. I've never done drugs. I haven't done drugs
2: in my childhood. You'll get over it. Yeah, you know? yeah. And that, I think that's so cool. I think. I that's think she great. ended
4: up doing it. The media reported that she tested yeah. negative. Right. She what,
0: ended what what up she...
4: having to bow down to the pressure. Like mm. I, 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 whether or not that's true, but that's what the media was reporting yesterday. Well, so we can say <laughs> allegedly
0: after it. And there, I think <laughs> all yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: allegedly.
3: Because
4: and then when the dust settled on that, then there was suddenly this photo of the two women kissing at another party. Yeah. Lifting emerge lifting their tops up and the Finnish flag. Yeah. And, Listening uh, to gang I abuse. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I mean I might be the wrong person to comment on this, but that looked like a bit of wholesome fun <laughs> to me.
3: Well, you love
0: getting a tit out. You're always yeah. talking about that on Twitter.com.
3: It's the reason that you and I, Kirsty, can't run for politics. There's too many photos of us kissing hot chicks online.
2: But perhaps in 2025... <laughs> You know, society will change. That will become acceptable. And, you know, yeah. that will be your poster. That will be your poster. <laughs> yeah. run. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Let's be running mates yeah. Yeah. and pash.
2: Get it all out on the open. Get it all out on the open. And you, can, you can say that now. You can say, yeah, we've done all that. All of those pictures are on Facebook. Go get them. Yeah. They're from 2003. <laughs> They're right there. Yeah, yeah. They're ready for you. Yeah, yeah. We don't really have the skeletons in the closet
0: anymore, do we? We've just got the skeletons on Google.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. All readily available. Yeah, it's like
4: you can find every bad thing I've done in my life right there. Yeah,
0: I love I love mates that rib each other on Facebook when there's like an old post and then one of them bumps it up to the top just to
2: go, <laughs> when you do this, fuck shit.
0: <laughs> can I swear on this podcast? I'm so sorry. Uh, are,
2: are, any you, are any of you cowards like me and run Twitter delete on your Twitter? Twitter? Oh, Try
4: to delete. no! Oh, yeah. But I absolutely need to, <laughs> particularly now that I've admitted that I haven't on this podcast. Yeah, like I yeah. definitely have. You've got a
0: busy night ahead. Yeah, <laughs> Just scrubbing yourself,
2: scrubbing and crying.
0: <laughs> Name an autobiography, maybe. Do you
2: know when you know when <laughs> Facebook says, "Do you remember this memory?" And so often it'll come up. Now I'm like. I don't remember saying that at all. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't necessarily think about that about Sam Peterson anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't like you said some <laughs> horrific things, let's be real. <laughs> Most of them were true to yeah,
4: me.
0: Absolutely. Most right. of them were. We'll admit that.
2: Uh, uh, most of us here are big Twitter heads. And I, I don't know if you caught the vibe on Twitter on Tuesday when the Solicitor General was about to release their report about the Scott Monastery, the Scott Monastery. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Monastery of sound.
2: The Scott, <laughs> the Scott Morrison ministry stuff. I don't know, did, you, did you see it? No. They're like, they're, they're like yeah. the, the blue drips were like bang for blood and then the legal drips were like, hey, just relax, you know. It was a, I, I, actually <laughs> caught a, I actually caught a promo from Channel 9 for it. The most anticipated document drop in Australian political history. Ah, yeah, actually, it's more like a PDF. From the most senior (laughs) law official in the land... Uh. I'm actually more of a public servant who knows a lot about the The law. The Solicitor General will release the (laughs) Morrison Ministry Manifesto. (laughs) It's actually analysis. Has Scott Morrison broken the law? (laughs) No, not really. Has he ruined democracy as we know it? Wow, it's certainly unconventional. Catch the Juicy Goss, (laughs) midday on Tuesday. She closed at 12:10. The Solicitor General's Morrison Ministry Manifesto Analysis Could change Australia <laughs> forever no, Actually, maybe A ticket will buy you a whole seat, but you'll only need the edge Well, that sounds very <laughs> unsafe. I recommend against it <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very good
2: Alright, this week's third fear, the billionaire versus the blog Lachlan Murdoch is suing Crikey for defamation This is just exactly the kind of behaviour you'd expect from a dog f- Like (laughs) him. Bernard Keene from Crikey covered the January 6th uh, insurrection on Capitol Hill in DC. He alluded, not by name, mind you, that the Murdoch family might have something to do with allegedly claiming they have some undue influence (laughs) on certain section of the conservative media. And then Murdoch, you know, sent Crikey some legal letters. Crikey then published them and put out an ad in the New York Times saying that, hey... Come and get us, you dog. And uh, Lachlan Murdoch, uh, seeing the opportunity to shut down a subscription news website that wasn't his own, said, yeah, all right, I will. Uh, So now where does this leave Crikey? Surely... Everyone that was already going to subscribe to them <laughs> has subscribed to them, <laughs> and they've got enough money. Yep. Well, they're going to burn a bunch of money to kind of fight <laughs> Lachlan Murdoch, Sam Peterson. You run a subscription media business. Do you have any tips for Crikey?
0: Absolutely, always take on the Murdochs. <laughs> I would say <laughs> <laughs> it's the best idea. I take them on monthly. Um, I love. I, I like. I, I never say a bad word about the Murdochs. I think they're wonderful. I think we can all agree <laughs> with that. We will never say anything bad about them. They
2: could. But they could potentially invest in podcasting. They could absolutely more, a little more. Yeah, some, some yeah. grassroots podcasts.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And what about the, the, those salacious rumours that you were spreading about, Lachlan, before we started recording? <laughs>
0: allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> and I know that you've recorded them on your phone. You're always recording. <laughs> always recording you. <laughs> but, but it is, I I, uh, I, I find it so sad that they've taken on Crikey because a lot of other publications at the time in America were publicising a lot of things as well and it was just crikey that they took on for defamation yep. because it's different in australia with defamation law so they're taking on crikey and i think it's so sad for independent journalists who are trying a subscription-based site because you know podcasts obviously for me they make a lot of money I'll be honest. <laughs> Like absolutely rolling <laughs> yeah. in it,
4: but... that's why that's why i keep blackmailing you because right, i know yeah. you've minted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: but it is it is so sad with subscription services because you're obviously not making a lot of money out of it and they're going after kind of a small fish that that they could go after so many other people but mm. they're for some reason and going after the most Aussie <laughs> subscription yeah. servers ever, crikey! Yeah, crikey. and I mean, I'm
2: quite frankly, I would love to be sued and then uh, have to declare bankruptcy because it's just so much pressure to keep continuing, yeah, isn't that's it? It's right. you know, It's just it's really, gotta get it's that really content really
0: awesome. out there. Yeah. <laughs> Very difficult.
2: Zoe Daniel uh, is actually uh, going to instigate a motion for a judicial inquiry for greater media diversity and make media organisations responsible for the truth of material that they purvey, <laughs> including penalties to match. Um, this is the next movement in. In this whole campaign and this scares me. All of a sudden, having to justify everything in this podcast yeah. by its
0: truthiness. Oh my god!
3: I'm No, alleged.
0: You're fine. Just say alleged heaps. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, the only thing about content is I'm so happy that Kirsty actually records everything I do because <laughs> <laughs> so I can just contact her and go, "What well, was that thing I said to you off air the other day?" <laughs> but it is. It is so sad though that you have to be so careful now about yeah. about everything. I mean, you know, it's not it's not political correctness gone mad, but it's it's that awful thing of just going. like friends of mine who are comedians that worry about things that said three years ago or something or, mm. yeah, everything. There is this fear now, I think, with everybody posting things, making sure it's right. And there, there is a bit of, like, that could be a really good thing with a lot of outlets like the Daily Mail and stuff. But there is, I think there has to be accountability, but going after crikey.com seems like a bit of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to prove that he was defamed by crikey.
2: First yeah. of all, you got to prove that crikey had any influence on your, your own fame. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. Oh, my God.
4: <laughs> yeah, I love that, that you have to be able to prove that, Uh, 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 it's everywhere except for the NT Western Australia now, isn't it, that they changed the rules so that you've got to be able to prove that yeah, to, yeah, 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 It's going to damage your reputation. Is that true in the NT?
3: Is that why they can do such funny
4: headlines? And, but the kinds of people that will be suing over this stuff, like have little to no reputation in the first place. <laughs> yeah. So you've got to first prove that you had any kind of <laughs> yeah. a reputation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Especially the Murdochs. It's like, come on, come on, Murdochs. Yeah.
2: But quite frankly, for me, uh, as a bit of a small fry person, I would love for someone to defame me because it seems to be <laughs> an easy, easy way <laughs> to... <laughs> Kirstie can easily well, do I tell he's you that, that much. Uh, Kirstie, if you if you defame me, we'll go halves in a settlement, right? And then like, if you give me a million dollars, I'll give you five hundred thousand, And that's a house deposit.
0: You twisted my arm, um, I will not, represent both uh, of I'm you. A, I'm, <laughs> l-
2: I'm logging onto twitter.com as we
4: speak. <laughs> at Dan Illich.
0: <laughs> She's just gone through your face. Probably just pulled up all this old yeah. stuff. <laughs> I'm making it
4: up. I don't care. I'm ruthless. <laughs>
2: Uh, in a second, we're going to be talking with um, Ben Pennings. But before we do that, we're going to play Hang On A Sec. Hang On A Sec is where I play something on the internet that's real and you chime in and say, Hang On A Sec, and I'll stop the tape. Uh, this week's Hang On A Sec is a real promotional video from Russia, a.k.a. the country Russia. Uh, they put it out through the Russian embassy in Spain on their Twitter, uh, trying to convince people to move to Russia. All right, this is Hang On A Sec. I'll play it. Tell me. When you want to chime in, just say, hang on a second, I'll stop the tape.
3: This is Russia.
0: Delicious cuisine. Beautiful. Hang on a <laughs> sec. Say- no, sorry, you got you <laughs> there <got lettuce>. first.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> okay, yuck. <laughs> Firstly, that cuisine, yuck. It's a major yuck. It's a major yuck, but I was actually it's more something
2: moving. orange and gelatinous on yeah. top of what could be maybe a stack of pancakes. <laughs> yeah. Nothing says it advertising. It's, no. it's
4: anemic, whatever it is. <laughs> it's, it's not looking at its best. But well, it was, the a, it was actually up. more the next slide that mm, I was going for, yeah, the beautiful women.
2: And, beautiful women.
4: Yeah, yeah. look, I, I'm... I, I am an expert on beautiful
3: women, actually. <laughs> <laughs>
4: And as far as I'm concerned, they are two small children.
3: Yeah. <laughs> there is that Britney Spears lyric, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. No, th- those are definitely not women. Those yeah, are no. young girls. Yeah, barely mm. girls. Yeah, yeah very
2: young. It's not It's not quite right. Maybe, you know, let's not forget English is their second language. Uh. <laughs>
0: yeah. but, but even for, like, any advertisements, like, even when they're doing, like, an Australian advertisement in Australia, they have to go through so many processes. And if there's a tram in it or something, Queensland gets upset and they have to go, oh, no, you can't have trams. But they have just use very young girls yeah. now and not and not gone back and, yeah. and change it it's yeah so and odd. even what
4: Dan's saying about it, like English being a second language mm. like a draw card of you moving to a country because it's got beautiful young <laughs> yeah. girls yeah like as in our children are lovely yeah it's still not a draw card like not, even yeah. if it's an English yeah. thing it's like but what I'm not moving there because there's two sisters frolicking in a field. Right.
2: <laughs> of all women. Cheap gas. <laughs> <laughs> That's just funny. Cheap gas is a lot of cheap and, gas. And at this at this price, prices we're having gas, I'm like, maybe maybe yeah. I should, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. maybe I could spend maybe I could spend non-festival <laughs> season in Russia.
0: It just looks like a lot of stock footage. It just looks like they've gone through like shutter stock and they've just found heaps of footage all at once. Nothing looks like it's been shot for this ad. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean yeah, admittedly yeah.
2: I've never been to Russia. No, no. So I, I can't actually this could be this yeah. could be fake. That's yeah. actually
3: Geelong. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sold I'll move to Jelana. <laughs> History.
4: What's, like what's, the th- what's the thing we have to say when we want to stop?
0: Oh, hang on a sec. <laughs>
4: Can I say go fish? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. Well, now that I've interrupted, um, uh, the rich uh, history—they're creating some as we speak.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be in the history books for years. (laughs) Be a part of it, guys. Jump aboard. Be a part of the good guys.
0: (laughs) World famous literature, (laughs) unique architecture. Fertile soil. Uh, Stop! uh, Hang on a sec. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually my drag name, Fertile Soil. (laughs) (laughs) That or Bon Lawson. I haven't decided, but I love them both dearly. Fertile Fertile (laughs) Soil. Electricity and water. Hang
3: on a sec. (laughs) The bathtub's a bit of a stretch. It's going a bit hotel, and then kind of into horror movie with the ballet feet in the next shot, and Mm. And very
0: milky in the bath. Very milky. That Whoopi Goldberg Mm -hmm. shot of her bathing (laughs) in milk.
3: (laughs) Well, that's a missed opportunity
4: to say it's cheap. Milk as well. (laughs) Yeah,
0: bathe in milk.
2: There's a reason why this water is cheap. It's not processed, Uh, so (laughs) it just comes straight out of the ground. And also cheap electricity, but
0: she's got candles.
3: I've also never seen a more beautiful bored woman in a (laughs) bath.
2: My goodness. Yeah. If that That was realistic, she'd be having an iPad. (laughs) That's right. Ballet, cheap taxi and delivery, (laughs) traditional values. Christianity.
0: <laughs> Hang on a sec. Not a, not a huge draw card for me. I don't know about you two, but Christianity to get you to a country. Come
4: for the cheap gas, stay for the Christianity.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll go to Geelong. That's
4: Corinthians.
2: <laughs> I think the next one could be great for comedians.
0: No Cancel Culture. Tag <laughs> on This is your chance, guys. Yeah, this yeah, is your yeah. chance. I like cancel culture. Yeah. I think a lot of it's quite good, actually. Yeah.
4: yeah. Russia can't say anything anymore. They yeah, there's no cancel culture if you're already cancelled Russia. That's right.
0: ad's <laughs> not going to do it right. Yeah, either.
4: they're impervious yeah. to it. It's like. impossible.
0: <laughs> Vodka economy that can withstand thousands of sanctions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hang on a sec. Whoa, lol, lol, lol. That is
4: so funny. That's the funniest thing that's ever been written in an ad ever. It does,
0: what a cut! It does sound like a joke that bit. And it's like, the whole world sanctioned us. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> this is heaps of milk. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, it, I just feel like this would be the perfect home for Scott Morrison. This absolutely. is absolutely perfect for him. Will the
0: Australia get it up? here? Uh, no, Australia, no, Australia get it up? What am I we're talking about? The, the um, bloody hell are you? The
3: bloody hell I like
4: What is this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is that? Are what you
4: in the NT? <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> beg yours. No, the, <laughs> <laughs> the where the bloody hell are you campaign, like that had such like iconic moments that yeah. were on a beach and even though it's a very old ad now, it was just so iconic the way they did it and the tagline and everything. I love that that was their last
3: line. <laughs> like, yeah. To
2: really get yeah. you
0: hooked. Yeah. Uh, and a con- oh, let's play that one again
2: because it was very, really, good. you know. So I that's going to be my ringtone.
0: Economy that can withstand thousands
2: <laughs> of sanctions. What I love about that is the thousands Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. So, so.
4: I was going to say the same thing like such an emphasis. They're like you have no idea how many sanctions we've endured. <laughs> <laughs> They just keep coming!
0: So buddy, no cancel culture, you can't cancel it. Winter is coming. Hang oh, on a sec.
3: Hang on a sec. I know that the Song of Ice and Fire or whatever the fuck has come out at the moment, but this is a little bit too far. Yeah, it's HBO very creepy. HBO cross-promotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. creepy winter thing to
2: say. Coming. yeah. At the end. I mean, typically winter does come every year. So, you know, maybe it's a seasonal okay,
0: thing. Okay, I'm learning yeah. things. I'll eight yeah. years old when I found that out, am right. <laughs> hey,
4: oh, hey, I right? They could have the ante by saying the nuclear winter is coming. <laughs> oh, that's very good.
0: Irrational <laughs> fear.
2: Our interview guest has been accused by one of the world's biggest coal companies of trespass, intimidation, and inducing company insiders to breach contracts by leaking sensitive information and irrational fear. We're accusing him of being a badass. Please welcome to the podcast, Ben Pennings. Hey! Yay. Yay. Now, Ben, for over a year, you've been fighting this case with Adani. Um, for people who don't know, can you give us like a, a quick summary of your story?
1: Yeah, well, I was one of the, you know, more prominent people in the Stopinani movement. And a couple of years ago, yeah, they decided to try and sue my ass off. They yes, believe I cost them six hundred million. They're suing me for seventeen million. They followed my wife and kids around. They you know applied to the court to raid our house. They've done all the dirty tricks in the book, and two years later it's still going.
2: It's so strange You've been you've been fighting this for two years. How how has it taken how has it taken a toll on your own health?
1: Uh shit yeah. It's been <laughs> it's one of those things you don't want to say it's had too much toll on my health and my family because you don't want to scare other people off, you know, being rat bags. But yeah, it's an unusual case. You know, there's been nothing like this in Australia for 20, 30 years, you know, and the ACT it's illegal, but all the other states in Australia, it's legal to have this sort of court case, you know, lots of parts of the US and Europe, you're not allowed to do these sort of court cases, but it's legal in Queensland. Adani, you're going for it, and they're going hard, and I'm, you know, I'm copping it.
2: Wow, Adani said that they, you know you caused them six hundred million dollars worth of damage. First of all, allegedly, well, well done, well done. That's very allegedly. That's allegedly. A, oh, allegedly. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. That's a word we've said a lot Use of this podcast Ames. tonight. Yeah, yeah, everything's allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> How is how is your court case proceeding? And like, you know, how can folks help?
1: Well, yeah, it's gone two years. You know, I've raised uh, the community's been great. Like people, you know, know what to do when a billionaire bully. Like this dude's the fourth richest piss of person in the world mm. like he's worth 150 billion it's just ridiculous and he's you know going after me to make me bankrupt and you know get my family home etc but there has been you know 9 10,000 people have donated so far about half a million bucks wow. but in the legal world half a million bucks is nothing mm. um yeah Adani have obviously spent you know, millions as well so unfortunately yes i'm going to have to raise half a million bucks again which i'm going to be launching pretty soon asking you know, community members to to put in, which they have. So people hate bullies and unfortunately on the end copying it, but there's been many, 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 many thousands of Australians involved in the Stop Adani an movement. And of course we've had an impact and been quite successful and the Adani coal mine, which was going to be massive, is now, you know, small and all the other mines that were proposed for the Galley Basin are very unlikely to get up. So it's been a very successful movement, but obviously they want to make, me pay and they don't like me, and you know they don't like me for good reason. But people should be able to be peaceful protesters, and you know, um, play up and campaign for our health and well-being, and then have kids.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Not even peaceful protesters. Fucking cause some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Billboards, one uh, word. Billboard.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> ben, what is the benefit of them wait, spending all this time and money to silence you? Is it just, is it just to deter others from doing the same?
1: yeah it's it's hard to know, but yeah, we believe it's the tactic. So yeah, there's a galley blockade which I was known as a leader of and other organizations have been you know focusing on the banks and the contractors and the insurance companies and the engineering firms and really trying to convince them not to get in bed with a really you know dodgy company like Adani. Adani uh, says we've been very successful, but they're blaming me individually for it. like I'm one of many thousands, even though I was one of the leaders. They're, you know, they've picked someone to make an example of, and that's me. And they haven't done it half-assed. It is a really, you know, know, big case, lots of money, you know, lawyers at 10 paces. It's, you know, I've got five lawyers and that's nothing. They've got tons of lawyers, you know, lawyers that cost a lot of money, but it has to. It's, you know, there's precedent involved as well. Like these sort of cases are called slap suits,
2: Mm. which
1: is strategic litigation against public participation. And, yeah, what they want to do is scare other people. So it's really important that the case you know, is won and precedent isn't set. But, you know, the whole legal system, like I'm going to be careful what I say. I'm not allowed to, inverted commas, disrespect the court. But I don't believe these cases you know, sort exist. They're an affront to democracy, but you know, they do exist. It doesn't happen very often. So it's you know very important we win it, not just for me and my family, but for the political freedom of all Australians, I suppose.
2: Ben, have you thought about trying to, you know, use a bit of cancel culture on Galtam Adani? Uh, you'd gone through his old tweets, seen a picture of him dancing <laughs> at a party
1: or something. It's, you know, oh, I will sit here and bite my tongue because I'm in the middle of a court case with regards to what, as you can imagine, when someone fucks over your family, it's very easy to get little revenge fantasies in your head. Um, I won't specify those, but it's, you know, it sucks. This guy has just recently overtaken Bill Gates to be the fourth person, richest person in the world. Like having 150 billion dollars, and you know, saying what he's doing to provide for poor Indians that is appalling, and it makes me sick. What he can get away with, it makes me sick. What multi-billionaires can do, but Australia does have more political freedoms than many other places in the world. You know, if I was in India, God knows what would have you know happened to me given the close close relationship between Gautam Adani and the Prime Minister Modi there. So yeah, it's important that we do stand up and play up and do the best we can to resist you know, what are, in in my view, are climate crimes.
0: What is the
2: particular peculiarity of the Queensland court system that allows them to do this?
1: Well, it's everywhere in Australia apart from the ACT. So the ACT has a more progressive government with the Labor and Greens there. So you know, these type of suits aren't legal there, but every other state they are. Like the last big one was in the nineties against Bob Brown and some of his mates with the the pulp mill there. And the good news about that is you know, that case took six years and ultimately the the timber company lost and they went bankrupt. So that's not going to happen with Adani, but it could be two more years that I'm in the Supreme court. So yeah. I'm in the Supreme court in the next few days and yeah, it's half a day in court fighting over what, in my head as a civilian, is ridiculous stuff, but ultimately it's important because it affects other people over time and, you know, we do want to protect the freedom of people to get engaged in politics, you know, more than just voting, going out there and civil disobedience has been so important for so long and a lot of our rights have come because of that and we need to protect it.
2: Yeah. Well, Ben, good luck. How can folks help you out?
1: Well, look out on Facebook, Twitter, and all the other places in uh, the next few days. You'll see a hashtag dad versus Adani. I'm the dad. So yes, <laughs> I am a suburban dad in Brisbane. Have a couple of kids and a couple of stepkids and a small business and, you know, a mortgage and all that sort of stuff. And and ultimately it's really important because I'm just an average person in many ways. And it doesn't just affect me. Like it's, you know, what it's affected with regards to my wife, who's never been you know, pretty much to a protest in her life. It's not her thing. Mm. This is messing her life around. It's messing my kids' lives around. Well, i got, you know, kids who have been paranoid that they're followed by investigators because they were followed by investigators. Wow. You know, it's pretty sad, disgusting stuff that's uh, that's happened, and it's not good that my family's copped it. It's not good that I've copped it. And, yeah, it's important that we fight. So you will see some prominent Australians taking photos um, of themselves with a hashtag and all that sort of stuff. Pretty much share it around. Donate if you can. It's going to be in the media. Yeah, you just you know, look up a in court case and you'll find my ageing mug. And yeah.
2: Wait <laughs> well,
1: Ben, I'll, I'll
2: definitely tweet a picture, um, but I'm going to change the hashtag. It's going to be Dad Bod versus Danni.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, yes, yeah, so I'm trying to go to the gym to um, minimise that one, but it seems like the. Yes, gravity in the sands of time like beat the gym for some reason. <laughs> all right, We'll
2: make sure we put all the information in the show notes. Well, that is it for Rational Fear. Big thank you to Alice Tovey, Kirsty Wiebeck, Sam Peterson and Ben. Thank you so much. Let's get to the plugs. Alice, what do you want to plug?
3: <laughs> hey, um, so I'm going to be in Launceston in a few weeks doing a few shows. Uh, otherwise, just go to alicetovey.com and see what I'm doing. And yep. a film. a film. And a I, film. Yes, I've just made Sorry, a film. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to force a plug no. on you. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard great things about it. Oh, thank you. It, yeah. You're so sweet. Um, yes, I have a, have a film film out called Hens so look at festival programs that'll be coming out eventually
0: yeah Sam Peterson Uh, I have a podcast every week called Confessions of the Idiots it's a very fun podcast and I've got a live show happening on the 7th of October in Melbourne with uh, Australia's Adele Missy Higgins Jess Perkins and of course uh, Dave Lawson will be there my pretty much other co-host will be there as well and maybe Sir Peter Hitchener and the Oliver Clark will be there as well the two golden tonsils (laughs) of Australia
2: your Peter Hitch episodes uh,
0: are heartbreaking very They're, they're very they're beautiful. So be- such a beautiful person, nicest person in the world. So, yeah, confessions of the idiots on everything. Kirsty Uh
4: I'm all over the interwebs. I'm under my name, Kirsty Webeck, on all social media platforms. Could really use a boost on TikTok, fit around me. <laughs> very hilarious prolific
0: on, on, on Twitter. <laughs> and Do Go On. You did a great episode of Do Go On. That was hilarious. Yeah, did
4: a Do Go On podcast uh, a week ago that was very, very funny. So funny. And also, um, I'm working on a new show for a national tour next year. So, KirstyWebeck.com my website and... And you can sign up to my mailing list there to find out where I'm going to be and how funny I'll be.
1: (laughs) And, Ben, where can people find you? Find me on benpennings.com or just search Adani Court Case and you'll be able to see all sorts of media things and, yep, help out as you can. All right, chip in. Big thanks to everyone for joining the show tonight. Don't forget we've got our
2: Fodi uh, show on the 17th of September at Carriage Works. Huge show. Big thank you to Jacob Round, uh, who did the incredible sketch production tonight. Road Mikes, our Patreon supporters, and where we're recording today, Stupid Old Studios. Big thank you to them. Thank you, guys. All right, until next time, there's always something to be scared of.